When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Sports Nothing But Sports with Kent Sterling for Monday, November 18th, 2019. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, simply the best dentist that there is. I promise. Call him, 317-849-2933. I was at the Colts Complex today. Wanted to talk to some Colts, but when the locker room's open, all the guys are gone. The only guy there, and he did a scrum, was Darius Leonard. The other guys... Amscray, they're AWOL. It's a short week, so there's a lot of work to be done. No hard feelings. Uh, would have enjoyed talking to a couple of the guys about the short week because this is just different. You get done with the game on Sunday, and all of a sudden you've got to travel Wednesday to play on Thursday, and things get screwy, and they did get screwy a little bit for Kari Willis. When you go into the concussion protocol, man, things have to work out just right for you to be back the following Sunday. If they're not, if you don't check all the boxes as quick as they can be checked, you're going to be out that week. But with the game on Thursday night in Houston, there's no chance that Kari Willis is going to be back for that game against the Texans. And they're going to miss Kari Willis because Kari Willis, as a rookie, has become a really important cog in that defensive secondary. You're missing Pierre Desir, or at least the last couple of weeks you've missed him. If you get Desir back and you lose Kari Willis, I don't know if that makes up for the difference because they played different positions, but at least you would be getting somebody back in that secondary. And then you've also got Marlon Mack, who this morning underwent a hand procedure to fix the break in that hand. So he's going to be out for the foreseeable future at least three weeks. Uh, T.Y. Hilton might be back this week. That would be a great thing for the Colts. Devin Funches might be back this week. If you can get both those guys back, that offense becomes different. Even with the loss of Marlon Mack, you've got to feel pretty good about where you're at. Jonathan Williams was tremendous yesterday, both he and Mack gaining 100 yards against the Jaguars. First time, I believe, since 1985 that the Colts have had two running backs notch 100-yard games in the same contest, fifth time in franchise history that that's happened. So, 
maybe getting a little bit healthier on one end, not so healthy on the other end, a couple of guys going to miss, and then a couple of guys hopefully coming back. If nobody comes back and lose another couple of players like Mac and, uh, and Willis, that's not altogether too good. You might be able to get Wilkins back as well at the running back spot, and that would be a good thing for the Colts. But this is, this is kind of nut-cutting time. We're getting into Week 12. The Colts right now, they're 6-4. and four. The Texans are 6-4. and four. They've got this game on Thursday night where if the Colts win, not only did they take a one-game lead over the Texans, they will hold the head-to-head tiebreaker because they'll have won both games against the Texans and they will have won four games against conference foes without a single loss. And that's a big deal when you get to the tiebreaker spot. The schedule, it kind of opens up a little bit for the Colts. You've got the Titans coming up. You've got another game against the Jaguars to end the regular season. And in between those two games, you've got games against the Saints, Bucks, and Panthers. I'm not sure in which order, but only the game against the Saints looks like it's going to be a tough one for the Colts to win. This season, still, despite those two losses and the one against the Dolphins that could really bite you in the ass coming down the stretch, despite those two losses, the Colts, everything is there for them. If they take care of business Thursday, they got it rolling. Uh, Nets and the Pacers tonight in Brooklyn, 7.30 on Fox Sports Indiana. Brogdon out with his back. McConnell questionable. Oladipo out. Sumner out. Lamb questionable with an ankle. Sabonis questionable with a hip. Holy cow. What is going on in the state of Indiana, for God's sake? You got Indiana University football, right? Missing uh, Michael Penix. You're missing Koi Kronk. You got the Colts missing like half their roster. You got the Pacers missing potentially if the questionable guys don't play. You got seven guys out on the roster. You got Elijah Sindelar up at uh, up at Purdue who hadn't played in a while. You've got uh, Butler having a tough time in, during the early games of the season fielding a team in basketball. You've got Indiana basketball with Devontae Green not playing. Rob Finnessy hasn't played uh, as much as you would like. One, because of his lower abdominal thing. And then this past Saturday night didn't play because of an illness. The injury situation in central Indiana is absolutely insane. Is there something in the water? Is it about training? Is it about health care within the state? What the hell is going on? And how do we fix it, right? So uh, Pacers, Nets tonight, the Nets 5-7. and seven. Let's hope for the best with the Pacers. They've lost their last two, but they've lost to both games to teams that might wind up facing each other in the NBA Finals, although I think that that's a check that uh, Rockets fans are trying to write that I don't think that the Rockets can cash. Let's talk for a minute about Southport basketball, because here's what's happened with Southport. Southport has been put on probation. The coach has been suspended for two games. The team has been banned from the postseason. And the kid in question, and we'll get to exactly what happened here, he is ineligible for the year. And that kid is Nickens Paul Lemba. He is from the Republic of Congo. Eric Brand, the coach for Southport, wrote a check to cover the tuition for Lemba as he became a student at Southport. And if you do that, you're obviously, you're, that's illegal recruiting. So Southport, the IHSAA sat down, and those were the penalties. The probation, I totally get. The coach being suspended two games is insanely light. 
I don't understand that. And then the team being banned from the postseason, I don't understand at all because that, that doesn't penalize a coach. That doesn't penalize the school. That penalizes especially the seniors, right? All the players wind up penalized uh, by a postseason ban, not being able to compete in a sectional. But what it really does is it penalizes the seniors who've been working their asses off probably since they were eight years old in order to play that senior year of high school basketball, the last last organized basketball that the vast majority of these kids are going to play. And the IHSAA and Southport, it sounded like they came to agreement on these these uh, penalties. So I, I don't want to absolve Southport in their role as to what penalties were assessed by Bobby Cox as the commissioner of the IHSAA. But you're penalizing the kids. No kid wrote a check. It's the coach that wrote a check. You want to suspend the coach for the entire year? Cool. I got no problem with that. But reinstate the ability for these kids to go ahead and play in the sectional. That's that's what you like. You play the season and you care about the season and the regular season's important and you're playing in the county tournament and you're doing all that stuff. But the state tournament is like the big deal. The state tournament is the valedictory kind of event. Right where you've busted your ass, and here we go. We've got a chance to win the 4A state championship, or at least a sectional. And then if you if you win the sectional, you got a chance to win the regional. And you win the regional, you got a chance to win semi-state, and on and on and on. Right? In this case, the Southport kids, they're going to work their asses off all year long, and as every other team in the state of Indiana that's under that IHSAA umbrella... Uh, they are not going to be, all those teams, they're going to play in the sectional. Southport, they're not going to be able to. And those kids who are seniors, this is it for them. There is no next year. There's no next opportunity. The coach who wrote the check, Coach Brand, he's going to be back. He's going to be able to coach in sectionals. For a long time, he's going to be able to coach in sectionals. These kids are never, ever going to participate in another, and I think that that sucks. I think that that shows that the people at Southport and the people at the IHSAA haven't thought this thing completely through, and that they're trying to kill mice with an elephant gun, right? And what they need to do is take into account the kids, because that's who's getting punished. Adults think that they need to be very, very tolerant with adults, but the kids, what the hell? They're just cattle. You don't need to worry about the kids. So let's punish the kids. Let's take away the state tournament this year and make it so those kids who are seniors can never participate in another one while only suspending the coach for two games and having it having the reality exist that this brand guy is going to be able to coach in sectionals down the road as often as he's a coach in the state of Indiana. He did the dirty deed. He wrote the check for $5,400 and change to put this kid from the Congo into Southport High School. He's 6'6". He's a freshman. Even this kid, who is the recipient of that money and is now a student at Southport, this kid's going to be able to play in three more sectionals. The coach is going to be able to coach in three more sectionals with this kid. Yet, the kids who are there now... These seniors are not going to be able to participate 
in their final sectional and their final state tournament. I don't understand the thought process of men who sit in a room or men and women who sit in a room and decide that this is justice. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. Uh, so please, Bobby and, and Chris and all the guys at the IHSAA, take heed and make an adjustment to this penalty so the coach who's guilty is penalized and the kids who had no part in whatever this was in the payment for this kid to become a student at Southport that these kids are not punished because they don't deserve to be punished. You want to ban this guy from coaching. You want to ban Coach Brand from coaching ever in the state of Indiana. You know what? I think that would suck. I think that would be terrible because I got a feeling that there was some kind of altruistic motive for Coach Brand in writing the check for this kid to come to Southport. I don't necessarily think it was all about winning basketball games. But you know what? Those seniors at Southport, they did nothing wrong. You don't need to decide what their motivation was because they had nothing to do whatsoever with any of this. Uh, Good news for Indiana basketball. Trace Jackson Davis named the Big Ten Freshman of the Week. He put together a couple of really, really nice games for the Hoosiers. Hoosiers, they've got Princeton coming up this Wednesday night at Simon Scott Assembly Hall, the fifth uh, game that they're going to play this November against teams that they should absolutely beat. They're playing one of the weakest schedules in college basketball during the month of November, and I think it's a good thing. I'm not crapping on them. You don't need to schedule Texas. You don't need to be involved in the Gavit games to please me. What you've got to do is put your team in a position that when Big Ten opposition visits Bloomington or you go to see them, you're in a position where you can compete. And I think Indiana is going to be a more competitive basketball team because of what's going on this November, and I think we've seen it. The first three games, nobody was happy with the way they started those games, but this past Saturday night... They were really good against Troy for about 40 minutes. There were a couple of lapses uh, during the middle of the game. There were there were some areas of minor concern, I suppose. But in the end, I thought they played really well. And I thought that when they developed an advantage on the defensive end and they pushed the offense based upon their defense, that they got really good and they put that team away. Granted, Troy, not very good. But Indiana didn't play down to their level, and that marks an improvement for the Hoosiers. This has been Sports Another But Sports with Ken Sterling for Monday, November 18th, 2019. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Breakfast with Kent tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock on Facebook Live. Then at about 8.15 on Periscope Live, you can get that one through your Twitter feed. Watch, listen, learn. Be a part of Indiana sports for the love of God. Join me tomorrow morning. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.